Do you want consistent revenue in your business every single month? If your answer is yes and you're ready to hop off the inconsistency roller coaster and become fully booked with one-to-one high-ticket clients, I'm talking like a thousand pounds or dollars plus, and you even want to get to the point of having a wait list, but you don't want to do it working crazy hours. If you're saying, yes, 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 Viv, this is what I want, then my client accelerator framework gives you the exact structure I use myself and that I use with my clients to get them to be fully booked with one-to-one high ticket clients in under 12 months and not just get fully booked, but stay fully booked because that's what we want in order to have consistent revenue. If you're ready to take action and get fully booked, get consistent revenue, download the framework now. You can get your hands on it at vivguy.com forward slash clients. That's vivguy, V-I-V-G-U-Y.com forward slash clients. In this week's episode, I'm diving into the one thing that's been a real game changer for so many of my clients. It's like the simplest five minute thing that any of us can do, but it is a game changer for so many people. So let's dive into what this very simple hack is in this super short episode today. You're listening to Marketing Without Social Media with me, Viv Guy, the podcast for people who want more clarity, connections, and cash in their business. I'll be sharing with you proven techniques from leading entrepreneurs and experts from across the globe to help you to market without social media and to grow your business in a way that actually feels good to you. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode. So what I wanted to do today was talk about this simple hack. I don't even know if you'd call it a hack. This simple thing that my clients have done recently that has become an absolute game changer for so many of them. Are you nailing it with clients one month and then struggling the next? It absolutely makes planning for anything super tough, never mind saving for the family holiday you love to book. It makes having monthly financial goals, uh, never mind yearly, really tough because let's face it, you don't know how you can create more consistency. Okay, and on top of all of that, you get that negative trippy mindset stuff coming up, right? You're wondering why this is happening to you. Is it just you? Why can't you nail it? Ah! And your usual ad hoc posting on social media and the word of mouth is just not getting results like it used to. So you keep adding new strategies, desperately trying to find the one that works. Dancing on TikTok, trying YouTube, maybe even giving Pinterest a go. This all sounds a bit too familiar and you run an online business and are ready to finally hop off the inconsistency roller coaster and become fully booked with high ticket, yes, think over a thousand pounds, thousand dollars, one-to-one clients to the point that you have a waiting list in just 20 hours a week 
If the answer to this is yes, then I want you to book in a 15 minute client accelerator game plan call with me. What we're going to do in this call is identify the three key actions to focus on to get you to consistent monthly income. And if you decide, heck Viv, I really want your help implementing this in my business, then what we'll do is we will book in a deeper dive call to really map out how we will do that for your business. And then at that point, you can decide and we both decide whether we want to work together. To book your call, simply go to vivguy.com forward slash game plan. That's one word, game plan. vivguy.com forward slash game plan. I cannot wait to speak to you soon. Now, I was having a planning session with my clients and we do this every, around every eight weeks. Now, why do we do it eight weekly? Well, all credit to uh, Gemma Gilbert, who I was coached by, have been coached by, I speak very highly of Gemma. She's been on the podcast, I think episode six or seven or something like that. And um, Gemma introduced me to six weekly planning. And the reason is, and I love this, well, I work in school terms because of my kids, but it's not just, that's not the reason it's six weekly. The reason is when we set goals for 90 days, um, so often we kind of forget what they are. We forget to even look at them. We have this goal and it's so far in the future. It's kind of, we think, well, we'll, we'll think about that. We've got so much on our plate. We'll think about that when that time comes. You know, we'll get a bit closer to it or, you know, I'm going to have a week off. I'll think about it when I get back. So we kind of put this off and then in the last month or couple of weeks, we kind of think, what were our goals? I know it's quarter ends coming. Everyone's talking about quarter end on emails and, you know, your inbox suddenly starts talking about quarter end and you go, shit, I haven't done any of the things I set out to do. So that is the reason we work in shorter sprints, okay? I'm all about sort of setting uh, and working in shorter bursts, shorter sprints to really kind of work towards a, a, a next thing, a goal. And you can sure as hell have 90 day goals still, but I want you to be thinking about, can you break them down now into sort of six to eight week sprints? Now I say six to eight weeks because I'm here for around six-ish weeks between school academic terms, six, seven, they vary depending on the term. Um, and these are eight week blocks. So we actually block out two weeks at the end because there's always a bit of time where, you know, you got sick or something happened. So there's that extra time to sort of catch up, wrap up loose ends and take a break. Because, you know, if you've been going at stuff, it's really important to take regular breaks within your business. So that's why we work in these bursts. And it's really important to reflect, as you know, oh my gosh, if you think, so I've just come back from two week Easter break. And if you, people are asking me like about before Easter, it's like it might as well have been three years ago for my brain. It's kind of, it's in the past, it's done. I cannot remember any of the things that happened. So thank goodness I'd done my review and reflection and planning before I broke for Easter. Um, I did it right at the end of the very final uh, working time I had before I went off for Easter break with the kids. And this is so important to do because we forget things, you know, we work at such a fast pace, we have so much stimulation within our lives, not just within work, but in our everyday lives. So that, 
you know, we need to kind of record things as they happen. This is why journaling and diaries are so great because you kind of keep it in there. And this is the same sort of thing by reflecting. So I always do a monthly KPI, key, key performance indicator as a qualitative. So I write down like what were the highs, what were the lows? It means then when I get to doing my, my eight weekly kind of planning and reflection review document, I've got that information to hand. If I waited till like the quarter was over, Oh my God, I can't remember what happened on week one or two. Like, why did that, why Why was that data the way it was? Why was it higher? Why was it lower? What had gone on? What impacted on that information? Like, what are my key learnings that I can take away from what happened in that time frame? What were my wins? What were my challenges? Um, you know, all of these things, it's really difficult to do when we don't do them for like three months plus at a time. So that's why I'm so passionate about getting people to really sit down and look at their data because so often we we don't see what the problem is within our business, but it's glaringly obvious when we suddenly can see our data or if we look at our uh, reflections, our sort of narratives, oh shit, yeah, mm, I see that this didn't go well at all, like I was off sick or I didn't go to the gym at all. So actually I wasn't in a good headspace, which really impacted on me not uh, being focused at work and taking like daily action on my lead generation, as an example. So it's really important that we reflect and review. So that, that just summarises what we've been doing. And I cannot recommend like enough of getting into this discipline and habit. And how do we do this? And what is this this hack that I want to talk to you about today? When we look and we do our review and reflection, we work through and we look at our, our strengths. We score ourselves. Um, there's a framework, a scorecard that we strength, uh, score ourselves against uh, in terms of, you know, how we do with our messaging, lead generation, conversion, sales, all of that kind of stuff. So the real data part of that. And So that's the things that highlight that we need to work on. But we also talk about what are our constant, like consistent marketing actions. So what are we doing already every single day, week or month? Okay, so we split this into three categories. So what are you doing to grow your audience? So you might say, well, I do ads or I guest speak or I do collaboration bundles or summits or whatever those things might be every single month. So that's your constant marketing protocol when it comes to uh, audience growth. Then we want to talk about nurture. So what are you doing to nurture those people who are in your world, to take them through the journey, to get them buying into your point of view your beliefs, your way of doing things and kind of getting them going, yes, this is absolutely like this. I'm totally bought into this philosophy, you know, this point of view, this way of doing things. It absolutely makes sense. What? Because those are the people, once we've nurtured those people within our audience who are going to say, yes, Viv, yes, you know, this is what I want. I want to get on a call with you. I want to talk through this more. I want to work with you. So that's the purpose of our nurture. So we need to think about what are we doing to nurture our audience every week? Could be a podcast, could be a YouTube video, could be that you blog. Emailing, obviously once a week, twice a week as a minimum is what I recommend once a week. So what are you doing as your constant non-negotiable 
you know, this is whatever else happens, these are the things that happen regardless, okay? So that goes in. So what are you doing there? And the third thing is sales, like conversion action activities. What are you doing to actually get people onto calls? So this could be doing a webinar, a workshop. It could be doing like in-person events. It could be doing a challenge. What are these things that you are doing? You could be putting out strategy session invites or discovery invites or whatever you call them every month. You could be having a specific focus sales week. What are your things that you do every single month? month. Okay. So that's the thing that one of the things we look at, like, what are your things that you're doing as part of your constant marketing uh, activity, you know, that make you consistent within your business. And sometimes again, that's enough to go, oh shit, like I can say I'm not doing anything on that thing, which is possibly why I'm not making sales or why I'm not bringing enough people into my audience because I don't have um, a consistent, constant marketing protocol for my audience growth, my lead generation. And so often that's what I see with clients when we're really honest and say, well, what have I been doing in this last quarter? Can I hand on heart say that every week or every month, whatever the time frame for that action is, that I did that? Because that's what we're talking about. If you if you dropped the ball, then it's not been your constant marketing protocol. And this is the game-changing little, tiny, short, it, you know, it can be a five-minute, it can be a two-minute job but I wouldn't say more than five minutes, is to go to your diary and to actually time block in those constant marketing activities that you do so that they don't get dropped. So that every week you have, whatever it might be, two hours a week blocked in for writing your weekly emails. It could be that you have time blocked in for uh, writing sales emails or creating your next webinar or workshop, emails, content, landing pages, actual slide decks, all of that kind of stuff. So when we start opening our diaries and thinking, oh, this needs to go in, it, it really does encourage us to then commit to that because it's in the diary. It's not like it's on our list and then we can fill our diary with lots of other exciting things that we truly love doing, client work, da, da 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 When we put these things in our diary, it's creating a commitment to those already. It's taken us that next step closer to actually taking the action. Now, if we find we're blocking these in and we just don't take the action, we need to be looking at what's going on there. There could be something deeper, like maybe we're just not, you know, aligned with that action. It's not something we, we feel um, enthused to take. Now, one of my clients has been through a really tough, tough time with her mental health. And this is not new. There's a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs who have difficulty, you know, and, and people in the rest of society with mental health. I too have spoken about my own issues, you know, around suffering with anxiety. Uh, and this was something that came up for me sort of February time last year where I was diagnosed with anxiety um, and went on some uh, very low dose medication. But yeah, um, it's something that happens to many of us, of, us, of us within our lives and is nothing to be ashamed about at all. But obviously, when you are feeling maybe depressed or anxious, it can really impact on your focus and your enthusiasm and drive to actually take action. And one of my clients is so proud of herself because she has been so consistent and I'm so proud of her as well for being consistent with her action. And she said, what I did was I put it in my diary. So for one hour and I set myself like one hour or 30 minutes and then I said, right, for the rest of the day, 
Once you've done that, you can go and lie on your ass, on, lie, sit on your ass, lie on the sofa and watch Netflix, if that's what you want to do, or whatever else she decided she wanted to do. She said that never happened. She never did that. Because once she put it in a diary, sat down and started it, because she knew she'd given herself that permission to not have to um, stay like tied to her desk for the rest of the day, um, she she was in flow. She felt good. She felt like she had that freedom and, and not that constraint. So just think about what things could you do to help you actually commit to taking the action? Because if you are struggling with consistency in your income, within your business, it is going to be one of those three areas. Either you're not generating enough leads, which is usually the most common issue. Okay, Not bringing in enough leads and enough consistently. So you may peak and trough and that then impacts on consistent revenue. Okay. It could be that you're just never asking for a sale or it could be you bring people in and then you don't do anything. You don't nurture them. You don't speak to them. You bring them into an email list and then you never email them. You never speak to them again for a year. Um, so really thinking about what you're doing with your, your audience. So there it is, guys. That is the hack. One, plan. Two, reflect and review. And number three or four, I'm not sure I'm up to, I've got my fingers here and I've got too many fingers up, is to put it in your diary, okay? Put the things in your diary. Put the constant, consistent protocols, actions within your diary and then block in the time for the things that are going to help you move towards your next goal in your diary as well. I want you to ensure these go in. Don't just say, oh, I'll put them in later. Right now, if you've got your, your phone, your Google calendar, your iPhone calendar, whatever it is, on your phone, just take a moment, take a pause from washing the dishes. Um, if you're driving, heck, pull in for two minutes, like just stop the car, pull in where it's safe and just get your diary. Look at it, look at your calendar and think, right, where can I block in? Couple of hours a week for writing emails, couple of hours a week for this whatever time box you want to put in for each of those activities and write them, you know, in capitals, like do not move, like <laughs> non-negotiable, um, whatever it is, like these are hard things that like VAs and team members cannot override them because these are sort of protected times for you. So I hope that's been of help and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. As always, if you want to share any of your uh, your wins or anything that you've taken away from the podcast or anything that's going on with you and your business, you can always email in to hello at vivguy.com. And remember, if you have any questions or any anything you'd like me to cover on the podcast, uh, a topic that's important to you or a challenge you're facing, then again, just drop us an email, hello at vivguy.com, and we'll have a look at including that moving forward in the show. So there you have it, folks. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Marketing Without Social Media today and feel inspired to take action in your business, whatever that looks like for you. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Speak to you soon. Mm -hmm.